Today is Monday, August 15th, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Monday, sunny highs 90 to 95, southeast winds up to 10 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear with haze after midnight, lows 55 to 60, east winds up to 10 miles an hour. Tuesday, sunny highs 90 to 95, south winds up to 10 miles an hour. Tuesday night, mostly clear, lows around 60, north winds up to 10, shifting to the east after midnight. Wednesday, sunny, highs 90 to 95, north winds 5 to 15. Wednesday night, mostly clear, lows 55 to 60. Thursday, sunny, highs 85 to 90. Thursday night and Friday, mostly clear, lows 55 to 60, highs 85 to 90. Friday night, partly cloudy, lows around 60. Saturday, sunny, highs 90 to 95. Saturday night, partly cloudy, lows around 60. And Sunday, sunny, highs 90 to 95. Let's take a look at local news. Haver Trail's 4th Annual Summer Brewfest returns to Pepin Park this Saturday from 2 to 7 p.m. Haver Trail's President Lindsey Brant Bennett says all funds raised at this event go back to their organization, with this year's proceeds helping finish the Bruffs Coulee Trail in Beaver Creek Park, and also to get started on a brand new trail in Saddle Butte. We have a really generous landowner there who wants to designate 150 acres as a hiking trail that'll be accessible to the public. Brant Bennett says craft beer companies from across the area will have their taps ready to be poured this weekend, and there will be four food trucks. In addition, there will be live music. Corey Cop out of right here in Haver, and then also a band out of Livingston called Bubba Fett, and they characterize their music as psychedelic electricana, and we're pretty excited to have them as well. The cost for an 8-ounce beer taster and two fills is $20. Each additional fill is $2. All ages are welcome, but you must be 21 to purchase beer. It was an ocean of possibilities for book lovers during the summer reading program at the Haver Hill County Library. The summer reading program, which is in conjunction with the collaborative summer learning project, is designed to keep children and adults engaged in reading and learning to keep the summer slump at bay, according to Ashley Verity, children's librarian here in Haver. Verity said this year's reported minutes was double from last year. It is more than double from last year. We read 113,887 minutes. Verity says she would like to see more faces at the library, even if visiting the library is not a regular activity for some people. She reminds everyone the library in Haver has free Wi-Fi, even when the library is closed. Montana State University Extension wants to remind Montanans to open a Montana Medical Care Savings account or make deposits into their account before December 31st to save money on income taxes. An MSA is an account used to reduce the cost of saving for medical expenses and long-term health care and offers several benefits, including a reduction on state income taxes. For example, if a person has taxable income over $19,800, they could save approximately $304 in state income taxes by opening an MSA and depositing up to $4,500 for the tax year 2022. All resident taxpayers are eligible to set up an MSA at a local financial institution, even if they have another health care plan provided by their employer, a Section 125 flexible spending account, or a federal health savings account. And a notice to the public about some meetings before we head to state news. We've got a boatload of meetings coming up here in Haver in the next few days. Tonight at 7 p.m., Haver City Council will be holding their budget meeting. And then after that, they'll be holding a Streets and Sidewalks Committee meeting to discuss handicap parking as well as what to do about 6th Street. 
tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. at the Haver Senior Center, 2nd Street West. Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is hosting a bear educational event. The speaker will be bear management specialist Wesley Sarmento. He'll talk about grizzly bears in Montana and their expansion to the east as they come closer to the High Line. He'll explain how to be safe around bears. And there will be educational visuals. If you'd like to go, you can call the Haver Senior Center and register with your first name. The number to call, 265-5464. Then Tuesday night, there's another two meetings. Great Northern Fair Board, 5.30 p.m. at the Community Center at the Fairgrounds for their monthly meeting. And also at 5.30 p.m. at City Hall in Haver, the High Plains Architects team will be providing their draft master plan for revitalizing downtown. And actually, before we go to state news, one more meeting notice. Tomorrow at 12.15 p.m. at the Robbins Administration Building, the Haver School Board will hold a special meeting. Items of new business include personnel matters and agreements with paraprofessionals and building administrators. That's 12.15 tomorrow in the Robbins Building. So a lot of meetings coming up over the next two days. Turning to state news now. The Missoulian reports that Mayor of Missoula, John Engen, died Monday following a battle with pancreatic cancer. Engen was 58 years old and was re-elected to a fifth term this past November. Missoula City Council President Gwen Jones has been appointed to serve as the interim mayor, and she says details of the process to name a new mayor will be announced soon. Three people died Friday in a collision in Glacier County near Browning. The Montana Highway Patrol reports that at around 10.57 a.m., a Chevy Silverado attempted to pass another vehicle southbound on Secondary Road 464, when at mile marker 13.2, the driver collided head-on with the Harley-Davidson motorcycle. The riders of the motorcycle, both 52 years old from Fortson, Georgia, were fatally injured. The driver of the Silverado, a 62-year-old female from Bab, was transported to Blackfoot Community Hospital and was later pronounced deceased. The road was dry and clear, and the driver of the Silverado was wearing a seatbelt. The Montana Free Press reports that a committee advising Governor Greg Gianforte on a massive state grant program billed as an historic effort to enhance broadband connectivity across rural Montana has plowed into rocky ground as it considers a list of recommended projects this month. An initial ranking of proposed grants to private telecom companies produced by the State Department of Administration recommended that nearly half of the ConnectMT program's funding, $126 million, be awarded to projects proposed by telecom giant Charter Communications, an amount that has drawn the ire of smaller Montana-based companies that want more support for their own networks. Additionally, committee members have acknowledged that relatively few projects have been proposed and recommended for funding in eastern Montana. The broadband program created by last year's legislature using federal COVID relief money from the American Rescue Plan Act, ARPA, is tasked by law with prioritizing access for frontier, unserved, and underserved areas. In hearings this month, Department of Administration Director Misty Ann Giles, the committee's vice chair, described the $258 million program as a learning experience for the state government, which hasn't previously managed a large broadband program. The scoring system the department used to rank applications, she said, at an August 2nd meeting, quote, is not perfect by any means, end quote. Giles and committee chair Senator Jason Ellsworth, Republican from Hamilton, have also said the state will have the chance to fine-tune its awards process and fund additional projects as it works through additional federal broadband money it expects to receive through the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. Fish, Wildlife, and Parks opened the Stillwater River to all watercraft between Absorca Fishing Access Site and the confluence of the Rosebud River today. The confluence of the Stillwater and Rosebud Rivers is just upstream of Jeffrey's Landing FAS. 
An exposed natural gas pipeline created a dangerous obstacle in the river and impeded floaters' ability to safely negotiate around it. Low water levels reduced the width of the river and forced floaters to go over the pipeline twice and into a debris pile on the lower portion, potentially causing injury or drowning. The pipeline company removed the portion of the pipe this week and Fish, Wildlife and Parks lifted the temporary closure on Friday, August 12th. Now, taking a look at wheat prices for today, and we've actually seen a jump in prices from Friday. We'll start with Hill County daily price per bushel up to $8.30 for winter, $8.52 for spring. Blaine, $8.20 winter, $8.47 spring. Liberty, $8.35 winter, $8.52 spring. Shoto, $8.30 winter, $8.52 spring. And Phillips, $8.15 winter, $8.42 spring. And that is going to do it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Monday, and stay safe out on the roads.